0: In today's show,
1: well, be prepared to make sure you're prepared to burn the candle at both ends, because if, if you, you know, to be an entrepreneur, you likely need to keep the day job while you're building your business on the side, unless you've got some support, unless you've got a spouse or someone that can help you, you know, uh, pay for some of the bills while you're building your business. If you have that support, that's key, right? You know, find the right spouse in your life, the right partners in your life. And if you don't, then you've got to be willing to burn the candle to both ends. And it's not going to be easy, but stick it out, stick it out and never quit learning. You mentioned earlier, you tell me I look like the most interesting guy. I, I use this phrase, stay thirsty, my friends, ah. stay thirsty because you've got to stay thirsty for knowledge at all times. It's keep on learning and, success will come your way.
2: In today's ultra-competitive business world, being a successful entrepreneur or business owner can be very challenging. Fortunately, contemporary times have blessed us with resources for tackling those challenges and getting us to success more quickly than we could have imagined. Welcome to the root of all success with the real Jason Duncan, a podcast that explores how the world's most powerful entrepreneurs grow incredible companies. This podcast looks at the five keys to unlocking success as an entrepreneur, a successful educator turned entrepreneur. Jason's mission is to use his gifts of teaching and leadership to help others get the results they want out of life. Join Jason every week and learn the keys to grow a truly successful business.
0: Welcome back to the show. It's the real Jason Duncan here today with a great guest. I've got Marco Torres, who's going to be on the show today. I'm going to give you a little bit of information about him. But before I get into that information, I just want to remind you that if you're listening to this on a podcast player, maybe Spotify, iTunes, wherever you're listening to it, just know that you can also go watch this podcast on YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash TheRealJasonDuncan, and there's a playlist dedicated to the root of all success that you can listen to the podcast, watch the podcast, see the guests, see me. and, uh, And I don't know, it's a different experience when you watch it. I know some people say that our listeners, they only like to watch it. They don't like to listen. Others say, hey, I only like to listen. Either way. We want to deliver it to you in both audio and video format. All right, without any further ado, let me explain and introduce today's guest. One of the most interesting guys that you're going to meet today, I promise you that. Marco Torres has been an entrepreneur since the age of nine when he started slinging newspapers in in San Juan, Puerto Rico, and he was so good at it that he got awarded... The front page of the newspaper as one of the greatest newsboys. And so he's carrying a paper with his picture on it, delivering it to his homes. But he was born in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, It's from Mexican heritage. His grandparents were from Mexico. But his dad got transferred to Puerto Rico with his company when Marco was just a young lad. And they moved to Puerto Rico. And that's where he, he grew up. And when he was a teenager, he and his family opened some Mexican restaurants that became very, very successful. And eventually, sold the Taco Bell, and then he opened a nightclub when he was 23 years old, and eventually sold that. Uh, but he got into telesales right, uh, you know, mid early 2000s, and, and really made a big name for himself in telesales in the hotel industry, specifically in the timeshare business. But as he's going to share on this show today. The 2008 2009 Great Recession crisis completely wiped him out, and he's got a funny joke about what 2009 being his best year in sales. And I won't give that away. He'll he'll, he'll say that joke, uh, but then that led him to start a company called Book VIP, which was all about getting people out to experience timeshares. He was actually the first guy to do the whole timeshare thing, where hey, you come and we'll give you this great vacation at either free or a very big discount. And all you got to do is sit through a presentation. That was kind of his idea. He did it for a while. And I know I've done that. You've probably done that before. And of course, there are good and bad experiences with it. But you still get a fantastic vacation. And he kind of, kind of set that up with VIP. Book, book, it's easy for me to say, BookVIP.com. Uh, but then he went on to start something called Marketing Boost. And that's really what he's doing today. As the CEO of Marketing Boost, he shows people like you and me how to provide great travel incentives to your prospects and to your clients without costing you any money. And so we're going to actually dive deep into that today, more than I normally do on the Root of All Success. I don't usually get tactical or talk about the specific business that the the guest is in, but we're going to do that today with Marco. So help me welcome Marco Torres to the Root of All Success. Marco, welcome to the show, my man. I'm, I'm glad that we're going to be able to do this today.
1: Thank you, Jason. I'm looking forward to this chat.
0: It's going to be good. I, you know, one of the cool things about doing this show is I, I get to meet some of the most interesting people around the world. And you kind of have this most interesting man look to yourself. <laughs> you, you know, you got that kind of, you're not nearly as old as that dude, right? I mean, that guy, I got, he's not even on commercials. I don't think anymore, but the most interesting man in the world. And I love to meet interesting people. And um, I, as I was reading your story, I know how we got introduced. That's uh, starting a news, newspaper route at age nine is not too dissimilar from a lot of the people I interview, but from there, I think it changed quite a bit for you. So uh, first of all, you're coming to us from uh, Southwest Florida, is that right? And uh, on the water, it's where you spend most of your time. I'm here, of course, in Nashville, Tennessee, and I would, uh, you know, today's a pretty day in Nashville. It's not too bad out there, but being on the water in the Gulf of Mexico is always a good day, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I love to spend time out on the water.
0: Now they call you Captain Marco, right? So you get you like to sail?
1: Yep, I got a, a couple of sailboats out there to choose from and uh, and a big trawler as well. So depending upon what the what the plan is, we got several boats to choose from.
0: <laughs> have you ever have you ever, have you ever wanted to do maybe you've already done the Grand Loop? I was talking with a friend of mine about who wants to do that last night.
1: That is in my bucket list, but I have not had the time to just go for six, eight, nine, ten 10 months to make that loop. But certainly, uh, certainly would be exciting to do that one day.
0: Yeah. For those that don't know what that is, that's when you, there, there's this loop that you can take uh, down the Mississippi river through the Gulf of Mexico, around the tip of Florida, up the East coast, and back as the St. Lawrence river through the, through the grand, or uh, the great lakes and back. And it's this huge loop that you can do on a boat and, I was telling my friend, uh, Ryan, I was talking to him last night and he said that he's wanting to do it. And I said, you know, I think I would like to do all the freshwater stuff, you know, from St. Lawrence river to the Gulf uh, or to the, uh, to the end of the Mississippi, but getting out in the Gulf, I'm out. Like I'll leave that (laughs) to people like you, (laughs) especially if sailing is what you're doing and you're just relying on the wind. Yeah. you know, I'm, that's but I, but I'm glad you were able to do that. When did you get into sailing? When was that? Was that always you did?
1: I was I've sailed and been boating since I was about 17 as I grew up in in the Caribbean and Puerto Rico, but uh, I didn't really take it seriously until about my mid 40s that I took some you know sailing lessons and bought a boat you know a bigger boat and, and so on and so forth. So. uh yeah, I'd say my mid 40s. And if you're watching this video, you can see I'm no spring chicken. I'm up there at 60, 62 now. So it's been a oh, little
0: you Listen, you're still you still got a lot in you, man. Entrepreneurship is good to most people if they're doing it right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, let's talk about your your uh your journey to entrepreneurship because this is the root of all success after all. And I want to talk about how you became successful, what was the root of it? So you started as I alluded to in the intro, as a paperboy at, at age nine delivering papers. But so, so and, and you won awards at that. I mean, you were doing well. You carried a newspaper with your face on it to deliver to other people because you did so well. But, but how, when was the first time you entered like true business ownership. You had an LLC or whatever the you know. I don't know if Puerto Rico. I guess Puerto Rico being in a, a, a United States territory is it the same laws LLCs and all that? Like yeah, this?
1: pretty yeah. much the same stuff. Yeah. So
0: so when did you have your first corporation or limited liability company?
1: Well, when we uh, when I got out of high school, I went off to college for you know less than a year and a half, and decided school wasn't for me. I wanted to be uh, I wanted to employ my friends when they got out of college versus me, uh, you know, being somebody else's employee was the goal at the time and convinced my brother and uh, my mother that, you know, my mother being Mexican and everybody loved all the food she cooked that uh, let's open a Mexican restaurant. And uh, my dad was like, well, you guys are crazy. You don't know anything about Mexican restaurants or, or restaurants at all. So he said, if you're serious, and I can did convince my older brother who, uh, had graduated from college and uh, can, he said if you're really serious about this you're going to need to prove it and go work for other restaurant companies and so we went off to Dallas, to Texas and stayed lived with my uncle and um, so had to you know go to work for every other every, every Mexican restaurant we could find we'd, we'd pick we'd do the night shift the day shift we were we were essentially funnel hacking way back then I'm talking the you know late 70s and uh, we were, you know, going in, shooting photographs of everything. We we looked into buying a franchise. That was expensive. Was great, as as you know, as, as everyone would know. So instead, we went in and copied everything they were doing. What they, who they ordered from, what kind of materials, what kind of equipment, what kind of, you know, how to design the stainless steel table platforms, the, you know, and before you know it, we had a we had a plan in place, and uh, we came back and you know and put it together, sold, uh, sold uh, the, one of the biggest shopping malls in Puerto Rico on letting us, uh, they were opening a food court, which was brand new idea back then. You know, it was in the US, but Puerto Rico had never had one. And the biggest shopping mall in Puerto Rico was available for a food court. They, they gave us a spot and the rest was history i mean we we killed it at that location it's actually one of the most successful malls in the country because over four million people in san juan i mean in puerto rico visit that mall like once a month so we 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 killed it with that one restaurant for a while and over in five years we opened five restaurants and then i branched off and opened a nightclub of my own
0: so you so how old were you when the when you when you started that
1: Uh, The first restaurant, I was going on 20 years old, uh, 19 going on 20. And by the time I was 23, we had five restaurants.
0: Wow. So so, so let me track this. You were born in San Antonio, Texas, but your family's from Mexico. So were your mom and dad both from Mexico?
1: They're both. We're all from Texas, actually, and grandparents from Mexico. Okay. So grandparents
0: from Mexico, you and your parents are born in Texas, but you moved to Puerto Rico, because your father, his job at GE got transferred down there. And then you were like, okay, I'm going to go back to Texas and learn how to do this Mexican restaurant thing. And then I'm going to go copy everything and go back to Puerto Rico. And you opened five restaurants by the time, you know, 19 to 23, you're killing it on the restaurant business. Is the restaurant business today like it was then when you did that? Or is it like, could people pull off what you pulled off the same way?
1: I'm sure they could. I mean, the key, the the lesson there is, uh, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. I mean, learn from others. You know, so you want to open or whatever business you might want to op- be involved in. Uh, one idea is go work for somebody first. Go learn it. Go get on the inside of it before you truly pull the trigger on making the huge investment of of uh, of opening whatever the business is, and then finding out you don't know what you're doing, or worse, you know, you don't even like it. So uh, yeah, I'd say. You know, go in and 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 study it from the inside out, uh, and and leverage that skills. You know, learn those skills from somebody else first. Learn what to do right, what not to do.
0: Yeah, I think um, I think there's a huge huge opportunity there for the listeners to take a nugget of wisdom away to say, "Hey, I want to get in the shoe business, or I want to get in the what you know nightclub business, or Mexican restaurant business, whatever it happens to be." maybe you should go work for somebody in that business for a while and really pay attention and study and get your education. And, and it could pay off. It could, it could teach you a lot of really cool stuff.
1: Well, yeah. When when you when you're doing it for somebody else with a goal that, you know, one day I'm going to own my own business here, then the job doesn't feel like the job, you know, you're, you're working it with uh, with the intention of, I'm here to learn everything. I'm here to be the best employee this guy's ever seen. I'm going to be here first thing in the morning. I'm going to be the last one to leave, and of course, I'm going to be, you know, taking notes on everything. And uh, and that, you know, makes the job when you're doing it fun. And then it also really means you're you're getting the free education on how to build your, you know, launch your own business in that realm if that's what yeah. you're serious about doing.
0: So when you, so, so you opened the five restaurants and then you, but you said you opened a nightclub when you were 23 years old. Tell me, tell me a little bit about that story.
1: Well, the nightclub was fun. Uh, One thing, again, I leveraged partnerships throughout my entire life. So, you know, with, for example, even back to the paper route, you know, I, I I hired, I, I I solicited friends of mine to help me deliver the papers. And I focused on what I happened to be best at, which was knocking on doors and I was selling the subscriptions. And back then we had to do the collections too. We had to go back and collect the money. There was no internet payment form for people to, you know. <laughs> pay for for the newspaper. Sure. So we had to deliver the paper, sell the paper and go back in collections. And my dad taught me spreadsheets, you know, so I had to keep track of who still owed me money and all that kind of stuff. But uh, bottom line was leveraging friends to come work with me. They would helped me deliver a mass amount of papers while I focused on sales and collections. And then I can, you know, leverage my brother, and my mother, we opened the restaurant business and then I opened the nightclub, i solicited a partner to join me and, and we opened the nightclub. And uh, uh, again, it was that combination of, of you know, uh, what's the word I like to look for you conquer and divide and conquer, you know, there was more than one person to get the job done. And it's and I've always found that, you know, with if you choose the right partners, it's a heck of a lot better than going at it alone.
0: Yeah, the partner isn't that partner thing such a weird deal? Like it should always there should be this divide and conquer, like you talked about it. Hey, we get two brains, two people, or multiple brains. But man, there's so many times when partnerships don't work out, and they actually make for a worse situation. Did you ever have that happen in your in your life as an entrepreneur?
1: I have, uh, and it gets. Uh, it can get real ugly at times. And I guess it's a matter of learning to like a marriage, learning to, um, uh, how to negotiate through all of that, you know, and how to create expectations in the, from the start with what you expect from each other and then hold each other to the fire on that. And, uh, overall, um i've i've never had a, a partnership that's been completely destroyed in other words we've we've certainly had some really ugly times including some legal battles and what have you but i i look at it like a marriage you know i i did have a 30-year marriage that lasted 30 years of course she passed away of lung cancer and that's mm. another another terrible long story but but um but they can work i mean you've uh, you gotta you've gotta weigh the the benefits and the you know, hopefully there's more benefits than downside so that you can you can have a reason to stick it out and make that relationship work. And worst case scenario, you know you move away from walk away like you would a marriage as well. You walk away or you sell your way out of it, and uh, which I have done as well. I've sold my my eventually, I sold my half of the nightclub to to that guy. We sold our restaurants to Taco Bell. so I mean, if you have an exit plan as well, or you have a plan B to get out of it if it's not working, that's okay too.
0: Yeah. So the nightclub and the Mexican restaurants, you both you both exited through sale. You sold those to other other entities. Correct. And it, what do do you do you think that those were um were the sales successful? I mean, is, is the way you wanted to go or is it, was there, did you leave something on the table? I mean, how do you feel about it?
1: I felt great about it. We sold to the Mexican restaurants, uh, several of them to Taco Bell when, when, when they wanted in on the Island and we had the lockdown on the, on the big malls and uh, and then the nightclub we had uh, we had run our course, you know, a nightclub typically has a three to five year lifespan and we had been into it for three years, and I kind of felt like the, it was getting harder and harder to run the promotions, to keep the crowds coming. And, and I thought it was time to move on, and my partner um, wanted to keep it, so I sold it to him. And about nine months later, he was out of business, so I was right, you know, you, <laughs> it can, wow. there's a, there's a, you need to kind of know when, too, is the time to move on to the, another, the next project.
0: Well, the end of your story or or the current status, not the end, but the current status of your story is marketing boost. But there's a lot of other stuff between, you know, the newspaper route at nine and what you're doing now at 62 years old as, as you know, running marketing boost. So what was that next step uh, after the nightclubs and after the restaurants you moved into doing telesales? Is that right? With with an agency?
1: Yeah, to kind of make a long story short there, I um, moved from from Puerto Rico to Florida and got into the sales, you know, industry, I, was, I didn't want to go back into the restaurant business anymore, I was, really, I did get kind of burnt out on that, and uh, I was looking for, you know, where's the money to be made in, I eventually found that it's in sales, you know, and so, For years, I was doing all kinds of sales, running sales teams, uh, everything from from uh, you name it, pots and pans, door to door, you know, to alarm sales Uh, and eventually had, you know, big teams of sales reps. But then I got into the travel space and uh, and I got into Internet marketing very early on. I started Internet marketing in 1995 before Google, before Facebook, before, uh, you know. Back when it was AOL and everybody loved getting an email, you know, I was an email spammer before they called it spam.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, here he is, folks—the original spammer.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm talking, I'm talking 100 million emails a month back from when I started out with several servers in my garage, and and eventually had every every email marketer shooting out my offers and stuff, uh, affiliate marketing before they even called it that.
0: We're going to take a break from our show right now to bring you our sponsors. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it, all while saving businesses billions. Find Reese's now at a store near you. All right. Thanks for listening to our sponsors. Now back to the show. Uh,
1: Learned a lot essentially on the internet on, you know, uh, and, and watched it evolve since, you know, very early on where where people still, you know, and email still works to this day. People love, you know, uh, people love buying stuff and they just don't want to be sold. So if you can find a way to create, make your offers attractive, stand out from the crowd, you know, have a uh, the, the good calls to action, all of that still works. You know, direct response marketing is still one of the big, you know, multi-billion dollar industry. So whatever you're you're selling, there's techniques, there's things you can, you know, you can learn on, on how to uh, write good copy, have good, you know, campaigns, good lead sources, or generating, et cetera. So anyway, I've been around this a while. And so we uh, worked for the corporate world. Sorry to start rambling here. I worked in the corporate world for, you know, once I got this down and I convinced a a company to hire me as their quasi-employee slash business relationship that I had with a with one of the largest timeshare companies in the world at the time, Westgate Resorts. I ran their entire internet marketing program and took them from zero internet sales actually to over $200 million a year in in, uh, transactions that were coming from the internet for several years until 2008. That all came to a crash and burn in the mid mid 2008, had to lay off 2000 employees, I got fired myself. Uh, and it was another another time in my life where I had to totally reinvent myself again and totally uh, you know figure out you know I'll get to, not something I didn't get a chance to sell my way out of that one I was <laughs> I lost everything well I, I sometimes joke and say 2009 uh, was my best sales year ever. Heck, I sold my house. I sold my boat. I sold my cars. I sold my furniture. I sold my motorcycle. I sold like I sold everything. I lost everything. I had to start from scratch. And uh, you know, one thing people can listen or take from this is, Jason. During that time, I really began for a while there. I knew, you know, I had a lot of confidence. I am gonna bounce. I am gonna, you know, easily. Vertically land somewhere else in a similar position. I was a big VP of the company and so on. And uh, man, I couldn't do it. I, I no matter what I tried. Before you knew it, I was feeling very victimized. I was, uh, I was, um, uh, well, with that victim mentality, I was never getting out of it. I was, it, I hit bottom, with, you know, mentally. And until I finally, you know, changed that mental attitude and got back into the entrepreneurial spirit, that you know, forget the job, I'm going to start over on my own is when it finally started making a difference. And, uh, uh, that's when I p- pulled together leveraged partnerships again with those with several people and that we've done business with in the past. And we launched book and, you know, 2010 or so. And it's just, it was, a you know, turned around ever since.
0: So you, so you, uh, moving into 08, you were killing it. You were killing it selling, selling, uh, working for a timeshare company doing marketing and, direct response sales and, and you're doing 200 million a year. I think, I think uh, you said that you'd done like a, a billion dollars over eight years. And then 08, just like took the wins out of everybody's sale. Nobody was doing that. And, and I think all of us were who were alive during that time, obviously we remember how negative are uh, how negative that 08, 09, even into 10 was, but you launched book VIP. Um, you launched that in 08. Is that right?
1: No, wait, wait, wait. Well, we started talking about it in 09 and what have you. We didn't really get rolling until mid-2010 on that.
0: Okay. So you launched Book VIP in 2010. And give give me and everybody who's listening. Uh, you know the the sixty second. What's the what's the pitch for Book VIP? What does it do? Because I've got the website open. It's a, it, on my website or on my computer right here in front of me, and it's like the first thing I see is a Cancun, Mexico package. It's got two thousand one hundred seven dollars scratched out and says four ninety nine per couple. That sounds pretty good. So what is Book VIP's thing? What is it that it does?
1: So what Book VIP does is provides the opportunity to experience you know phenomenal five star resorts for uh, many years. discounted prices so it's discount travel site where we promote uh uh, and we continue at that we we now put that site in particular promotes timeshare resorts all over the world so that those programs do require that the client meet certain qualifications and agree to attend a 90-minute resort preview on one of the mornings of their stay in order to save like you noticed on that site you're looking at 80 percent off of the regular price so that's what bookvip.com is we now we were the first to ever and, and one of the only ones that's ever uh created like a a, a port a portal for all of these different timeshare resorts to promote themselves on on one website that had never been done before none of them ever wanted to be next to each other so we've got all the different brands there and uh uh and that's just been you know overall it's blown up over the years to be a very, very successful company and lead source for hundreds of timeshare resorts all over the world.
0: And then, um, so, so, so that's Booked by VIP. Now, does, is RedeemVacations.com related to that or is that completely different?
1: Completely different. has nothing to do with timeshare resorts over there. Um, MarketingBoost.com was a, was a branch off of Book VIP. Again, no timeshare resort presentations or anything of that sort at all. But it led to that. Can I tell the story of how it led to that?
0: Yeah. So let me let me ask that question. So book VIP, VIP was kind of the first first entry into this travel thing you're doing, because that's really where you ended up, where right. you're current you're currently spending most of your time and building your, your wealth and your business around this travel industry. So book VIP, which was based on timeshares. So what happened next? Like book VIP went to what? What happened? What was the next step?
1: Yeah, and this is where, this is a, one of the lessons, again, any listener out there can take away is, you know, you look for, when you, as you look for challenges to a problem and solve the problem, you know, keep your eye open to opportunities. Does that turn into a new source of revenue? Can it be either a new standalone business or, or new 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 products, new packaging you can do? So here's what happened. We were trying to generate testimonials for VAP. We wanted video reviews from people. You know, obviously, if you're promoting timeshares, people are like doubtful. You know, nobody really wants, none of us want to take a timeshare sales preview, but we all certainly like a discounted travel, you know. <laughs> and so we were like, we need people to, you know, we need the social proof that people would believe that this is, you know, for real, those discounted prices on bookvap.com. And so we we came up, What what would motivate people to give us a video testimonial? And we came up with an idea to offer them a, a uh, incentive to do that. And so here's another lesson people could take away. We did a survey for our clients when we thought they would likely be at the peak of their happiness, which was the day of check-in or the day after check-in. So we set up an automated system so that on the day after check-in, they would get an email and a text message from us saying, hey, how is this resort living up to your expectations? By now you've checked in you know, on a scale of one to five, What do you think of our service so far and of the hotel you're staying at? And if they gave us a four or five, we would immediately respond back with a text and an email saying, wonderful, we're glad you're having a great time. Would you do us a huge favor and help us spread the word about this resort? And if you would give us, go out of the, you know, the extra step of making a video review of the property and brag about the hotel and brag about our brand, we'll reward you with a bonus three night hotel stay in your choice of Orlando or Las Vegas. And that took off, and before we knew it, we were getting dozens and then hundreds of these video testimonials from clients that were, you know, bragging, doing selfie videos from the beach and what have you, and uh, and we leveraged those into thousands of additional sales. So then, with, uh, mind you, if they gave us a a less than a four, less you know, if they gave us a one or a three. That gave us the opportunity to immediately jump on that before they went and wrote a negative review. We'd be able to be. You know let's get involved in helping to solve the problem fix the issue what if we can you know and uh, so that's again one of the lessons that you can take away from this is a survey is a great way to one make sure that you're giving them an outlet to vent if they're not happy with you versus a negative review second if they're if they're happy with you you're going to solicit a review whether it be a text you know a written review or a video review um Anyway, as these people started, as all these reviews were coming in, then we started to have the people, of course, raise their hands saying, "Okay, I want to use that free trip you promised. And so now we're having to dig into our pockets to pay for these three night hotel
0: stays we were giving away. I mean, how many people would take you up on that versus people forgot about it, never took you up on it? What's the what was the percentage?
1: Probably about forty percent that would take us up, and we're taking. Us oh, we'll 40%. see.
0: I mean, so you so you offered something that sixty percent of people would never even cash in on. So see, there exactly. you go. There's another lesson.
1: Exactly. So we were offering the incentive, and not not everybody was even using it right now. So those that were using it, though, as they were using it, were like, "Whoa, this is expensive. We got to pay for these rooms that we're giving away." So then we thought, "How could we solve that?" We said, "Well, let's go back to these." Again, we were a very high volume uh, travel operation by that time. So we went back to these travel partners of ours and said, Look, let's be honest. We know you've got a problem. Your hotel is never full. I mean, you're full for certain weekends, you're full on holidays, peak season, but the majority of the year, 70% of the year, 30% of your rooms are likely go empty, right? And they were like, Yeah, that's true. Well, rather than those rooms going empty, why don't you give us a shot? We can help solve that problem. We can put warm bodies in those rooms, couples, families, individuals. They'll spend money at the restaurants, the bar, the casino, the uh, the gift shop, the excursion desk, and you'll get some revenue versus none. And we'll, you know, give us a huge break on the rooms for, uh, you know, where they would have likely gone unsold. And we had a couple agree in Orlando and Las Vegas to give us their rooms for next to nothing so that we could fulfill those free trips that we were giving away. And that started, that worked. Now we were fulfilling all these trips we had given away without costing us really next to nothing. So uh, we thought, can you imagine if we had hundreds of resorts around the world that would participate with us on that? We'd have another standalone business. And we started soliciting resorts and hotels to participate in this new idea. And eventually that's what became marketingboost.com. So we created a win-win-win where the resorts and hotels that work with us win because we're helping fill rooms that would have likely gone empty for them two we have the it's a win for the client who receives the complimentary hotel stay cuz they're only paying the government taxes i'll tell you more about how that works in a moment but they're they're getting a free stay obviously it doesn't include airfare it doesn't include food and beverage uh they get a free you know 3 to 7 night hotel stay and all they got to pay is the government taxes And so it's a win for the client and it's a win for the marketing boost member because they only pay a flat fee of $37 a month and they have the ability to give away an unlimited amount of these incentives to use to uh, enhance their whatever their call to action is. And I can cover some more examples of that as we go along. But that's essentially how and what marketing boost is today. We provide travel incentives to business owners all over the world for a simple low fee of only $37 a month. And it gives them the ability to give away three different types of incentives that we offer,
0: Jason. So, so I'm looking at I'm I'm on your website now, marketingboost.com, and I clicked on the Yes, I want to know more how to boost my sales. And it said you're right, like the gold the gold plans, thirty seven bucks a month. So there are a lot of people who listen to the show that own businesses that are sell that are selling services or selling product, and they're looking for ways to boost their sales. How do we incentivize people? And and while this show is not generally nuts and bolts and tactical stuff. It's more about stories and how you became successful, which we're, we're going to get into that in a minute. But tell me how that works because I'm interested. And I think that some of the listeners are probably interested. So you're saying, and this is what I heard you say, but make sure I didn't heard it right. Like if I pay 37 bucks a month to Marketing Boost on a membership plan, I now can give away these little packages to potential clients, customers, prospects, vendors, whoever I want to give them away to. And they only have to pay for travel to get there and they get the room for free. Is that, is that right?
1: Well, let's, let's review that there. The, uh, the government's always going to get paid. So when oh, someone, yeah. when someone sure. checks into a hotel room, they don't understand a complimentary roommate. So there, there's someone checked in, they're expecting to get the local tourism taxes and, and, you know, regular taxes for that hotel stay so the we do have what we call an activation fee to use the complimentary hotel stay the activation fee covers the approximate those government taxes and fees that we're going to be billed for uh, so when you give away as a member yes you can give away 37 a month It gives you the ability to give away as many as you want of three different categories of incentives that we offer so let me cover those one Free hotel nights from three nights up to seven night hotel stays in, des- in 125 destinations around the world, like five nights in Cancun, five nights in Hawaii, uh, five, four nights in Cabo San Lucas, Punta Cana, the, uh, you know, 30 destinations all over. Great the places, area. great yeah, places. Just phenomenal all over the world. Yeah. Then we've got hotel savings cards. They come in increments of 100, 200, 300, and $500. Hotel savings cards are good at over a million hotels worldwide. They work kind of like a gift card, but they don't pay for the entire hotel stay. They will discount the room rates uh, uh, with the cash credits compared to the Expedia's of the world. So they'll buy down the price of of the rooms. And then the third one is restaurant savings vouchers. That are good at over fifty-five thousand uh, off restaurants throughout the USA and Canada. So, as what could you do with these incentives, Jason? You were saying you're interested. Well, you can uh, uh, you can give them away. You know, with with we, with certain calls to action. For example, let's say in today's world, everybody's using Zoom calls to book appointments, and you know, for your sales staff or for yourself, whatever product or service you're selling. You know, you have two challenges when you're booking appointment. one, the phenomenal technology, right? We don't have to drive all over town anymore to meet people face to face. We could, you know, people are all, we're all used to Zoom calls to, for sales previews, presentations. So you can, uh, uh, two challenges you have, one, get people to actually book that appointment. And, and then the other huge challenge is get people to actually show up. They book the appointment, and then come time for the appointment, they don't show right? So uh, you can offer an incentive, one, to book the appointment. And two, you can make the, that based on, hey, if you show up on time for the appointment, I know your time is valuable. We think ours is as well. If you show up on time, I'm going to reward you with a $200 hotel savings card, good at over a million hotels all over the world, just for showing up on time for the appointment. Is that fair? Great. Look forward to seeing you on Tuesday at two o'clock. You know, and now you've got this. Uh, you gave them a reason to book an appointment with you for, you know, no obligation chat to see if we're a good fit to work with each other. But more importantly, you've got a. You're you're going to remind them with all your automated reminder messages. Don't forget show up on time and get a two hundred dollar hotel savings card. So they've got another another reason to show up for the appointment or for your webinar or for your you know Zoom meetings etc. To um, to show, you know, as an
0: example, and would that
1: help you boost your business if you just had more people show up for their appointments?
0: Yeah, I mean, you, there are there are the no shows that we have, and and then just get incentivizing someone to have a conversation with you. Hey, if you want to talk about X, Y, and Z, here's an opportunity. I'll give you X, X as a reward for showing up. Now, how many of those can a a subscriber, a member, give away in a regular month?
1: Unlimited. There's no there's no limit, no cap.
0: And so, can they also use the benefits themselves?
1: absolutely so as as a marketing booth member now the complimentary hotel stays Those, as a member, you can test one for yourself. The the resorts we work with do not want to be a part of a free trip travel club. So they don't want members to be using all of the destinations over and over and so on. But they allow you to give away to your clients up to one a year. So if you gave someone a trip to Las Vegas this year, then 12 months later, you can give them a trip to Orlando. You can't give them the same destination over and over either. So there's a few restrictions like that. There's no group travel. So you can't use the complimentary trips to put together, uh, you know, uh, uh, an event in Las Vegas where you invite all your clients to a <laughs> seminar. So you can't use them. You can't because you, I mean, group travel is the bread and butter for the re- hotel industry. So they want if it's going to be a group, they want the business. They're not going to allow all of these you know, complimentary hotel stays. Uh, that's another rule. The other rule, somebody, someone's got to be over 21 years of age to use it. Yeah, simple stuff.
0: Yeah, well, so, so how big is Marketing Boost now in terms of reach or sales or like how, what, what's, how many employees? It, it sounds like a pretty big organization that's very successful. What's going on with it?
1: We are. We now have, uh, we do business in 38 countries around the world. Um, we have thousands of business owners that use our service, you know, for paying us that monthly fee. Um, we've got, uh, a team of about a hundred agents, uh, overall between, we're over 150 employees between, um, you know, our IT staff support where we have support around the world from, you know, staff in Australia, staff in India, staff in Pakistan. We've got, uh, our, our call center operations in the Philippines, uh, U S based staff as well. So we're, um, it's turned into a pretty big operation.
0: So how do you like if you think about the word success, how does Marco Torres define that word? What do you, what do you think that word success means?
1: Well, it's become to mean for me the ability to. Uh, and this is one thing I'll uh, one one takeaway any any business owner should should strive for, and that is. Stop trying to do everything yourself, you know, whether you're a home-based operation all by yourself. We were at, at the start, it was, remember, my four partners and I just, each of us, and that was it. Um, and uh, so you got to hire people that are smarter and, 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 and sharper than you at, at different functions. And so to me, success is where I know where, where everything I used to do is now delegated to somebody else. Um, I spend a lot of my time now just getting booked on shows like yours, Jason, to help spread the word about Marketing Boost without having to buy ads. So uh, I do two or three podcasts a day sometimes, and um, that's it's become my my fun factor is to help spread the word and help business owners around the world, you know, uh, be more successful with it at a fr- you know at a, you know very small investment, only thirty seven dollars a month. But so with,
0: with that as a definition of success, where you have the ability to do the things you need to do to that you want to do by, because you've delegated with that as the definition, do you consider yourself to be a successful person?
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, where I no longer worry about, you know, where cash, where, where the cash flow is coming from. Uh, and I've, I've been able to, you know, diversify investments of all sorts. So um yeah, that is part of my you know success. To me, means okay, I'm not I'm not even counting on one business anymore. So now I've got you know investments in real estate. I've got investments in in multiple businesses that that uh, help keep uh, where you the, the new the reason to get out of bed today for me is is really my focus is marketing boost. I love it. I just really love helping helping entrepreneurs see the light. And, and we, you know, in addition to the teaching marketing uh, business owners, how to use in our incentives, we actually provide a whole lot of training to our members. We have a Facebook group with 28,000 entrepreneurs in the group. And we're, we, we, lo- you know, we love providing content training, kind of like you do on your podcast show, Jason, we like to provide, you know, tips and tricks on, on being successful, you know, the mindset on how to be successful. And, and of course, obviously we promote marketing boost and the other services that we, that we offer as well. But uh, it's, it's more of the community that I'm in, helped create where, you know, we just want to help others succeed.
0: So what do you think is if, if, if listeners are like, well, how did, how did he get successful? How did he become successful? What do you think are the What's the secret? What's the trick? How did you become successful?
1: You know, I, I, go back to one of the earliest books that influenced me from Zig Ziglar. Um, and it's not in any particular book. Cause I remember the entire series of Zig Ziglar was always something I always read, but the philosophy of Zig Ziglar of, if you can help enough other people get what they want in life. Then you're going to get what you want, you know, to paraphrase what he was saying. And, uh, so that's essentially what we focused on right if i can you know even with book vip we can help people travel at hugely discounted prices and, and, and uh, allowing them to experience you know first class resort stays for a fraction of the price that was fun that was providing a benefit to those folks and it was a, a benefit to us in the long run and with marketing boost it's it's an w- incredible win-win that i get out of it because we're we're helping business owners succeed we're we're help they are in turn providing travel uh and incredibly affordable opportunities so we've had you know we continue to get video reviews now and i love watching these where people saying we couldn't have had we couldn't have taken this trip if it wasn't for this company giving me this complimentary hotel stay you know like thank you so much so many people don't know don't experience travel you know for many of us that's like We've been, you've made enough money along the time that you've, you've traveled, but for many, they never even leave their own town, it, it, you know, and it's just amazing to think how many people don't get out of their state that they live in or, or out of their country, you know, and uh, how many people, Americans don't even have a passport, you know, because it's never crossed their mind to travel, you know, elsewhere. And so I get a kick out of, out of um, and again, the, you asked the question of being successful, and so it's like if you help other people travel, in my case, if we focus on helping other people travel affordably, helping business owners thrive versus survive. Uh, it's a it's a motivating factor for me. And obviously, it helps me be successful.
0: That's great, man. Well, so I, I we've talked about your website, marketingboost.com, and then there's bookvip.com how else could people reach out and get in touch with Marco Torres if they wanted to learn more or, or talk to you directly?
1: Yeah. Very, one, uh, I'm on Facebook, search for Marco Torres, uh, go to the Facebook group, you know, uh, marketing boost official Facebook group, or just sign up for marketing Boost and Get a free trial, you know, seven day free trial at marketingboost.com. Simple That's- as that.
0: Well, Marco, it's been a pleasure. I would like to uh, give you the last word to give a piece of advice. So, if we got people listening to the show today who are uh, they're new to the new to the entrepreneurial journey, they haven't yet gotten their groove, they aren't successful yet like you how you have been. What would your advice be to them? What would you say? And we'll leave this as the last word for the show today. Give some really good gold nuggets of wisdom advice to those early stage entrepreneurs that are listening.
1: Well. Be prepared to make sure you're prepared to burn the candle at both ends, because if if you, you know, to be an entrepreneur, you likely need to keep the day job while you're building your business on the side, unless you've got some support, unless you've got a spouse or someone that can help you, you know, uh, pay for some of the bills while you're building your business. If you have that support, that's key, right? You know, find the right spouse in your life, the right partners in your life. And if you don't, then you've got to be willing to burn the candle at both ends. And it's not going to be easy, but stick it out, stick it out and never quit learning. You mentioned earlier, you tell me I look like the most interesting guy. I, I use this phrase, stay thirsty, my friends, stay thirsty because you've got to stay thirsty for knowledge at all times. It's keep on learning and, success will come your way.
0: Well there you have it folks some good words of wisdom from Marco Torres very successful entrepreneur built many businesses go check out marketingboost.com or bookvip.com Marco thank you so much for being on the show today it's been an honor to hear your story and i'm going to look into this i i i'm very intrigued about this marketing boost thing so i hope all the listeners will go check it out too so i will talk to you next time marco thanks for being here. Thank you. Well, there you have it. Another very successful entrepreneur and his story of how he became successful, the root of all success. Like how did he become successful? And if you listened very carefully, you know that he said the root of his success is in his ability to delegate. And isn't that interesting? That's actually a thing that I teach as a business coach all the time. It's the number one core principle that I teach. If you're going to exit your business or become successful, you've got to learn to delegate. And that's what he talked about. And now he is able to go on podcasts like mine on a regular basis and promote his company. And they're doing, you know, he didn't, he didn't get into it specifically, but multi, multi-million dollars a year in sales because of his ability to delegate and become successful. And that's what I want to do in this show is provide guests like this that show us the root of all success. If you're interested in learning more about how to become successful, I want to invite you to something very, very specific. I do every couple of times a month, couple times a month called the Entrepreneur Master Series. And it's a live webinar series where I bring in an outside expert on a specific topic. And I do an hour to hour and a half, kind of like a podcast, but it's more about tactics. It's about tips. It's about tricks. It's about tools. It's about really things that you need to learn. I do that a couple of times a month and I want you to register to come. It's completely free. There's no pitch. It's not a hook. It's not a gotcha. It literally is an hour to hour and a half of true value for you as an entrepreneur. All you got to do is register. Go to the real slash EMS. That's the real slash EMS, which stands for entrepreneur master series. Register for the next one. I've done them on insurance. I've done them on sales. I've done them on marketing. I've done them on taxes. I've done them on anything you could imagine that helps you be a better entrepreneur. So go to the real slash EMS. Register completely for free and come to the next live episode. And uh, who knows, maybe I'll work with Marco and I'll start giving away free travel vouchers for people who come to the live webinar. Well, tune in again next week when I talk with yet another very successful entrepreneur about his or her journey to success. Until then, remember, I am the real Jason Duncan and Jesus is King. All right, editor.
2: Thank you for listening to another edition of The Root of All Success with the real Jason Duncan. If you've enjoyed this week's episode, we invite you to visit therootofallsuccess.com to access the show notes and other helpful resources. Take charge of your business. Grow it from great to incredible. Join us again next time here on The Root of All Success.